This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Senate approves bill to fight climate change and drug costs. UN demands access to Ukraine nuclear plant after new attack by Russia. And ceasefire between Israelis and Palestinians takes effect in Gaza. It's Monday, August 8. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. Senate on Sunday passed a sweeping $430 billion bill intended to fight climate change, lower drug prices, and raise some corporate taxes, a major victory for President Joe Biden that Democrats hope will aid their chances of keeping control of Congress in this year's elections. After a marathon 27-hour weekend session of debate and Republican efforts to derail the package, the Senate approved the legislation known as the Inflation Reduction Act by a 51-50 to 50 party-line vote with Vice President Kamala Harris casting the tie-breaking ballot. The action sends the measure to the House of Representatives for a vote, likely on Friday, when representatives plan to reconvene briefly during the summer recess. They're expected to pass it, which will then send the bill to the White House for Biden's signature. The Senate is making history, an elated Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said, as Democrats cheered and their staff members responded to the vote with a standing ovation. Schumer said the legislation contains the boldest clean energy package in American history to fight climate change while reducing consumer costs for energy and some medicines. Democrats have drawn harsh attacks from Republicans over the legislation's $430 billion in new spending and roughly $740 billion in new revenue. The legislation is aimed at reducing carbon emissions and shifting consumers to green energy, while cutting prescription drug costs for the elderly and tightening enforcement on taxes for corporations and the wealthy. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres called today for international inspectors to be given access to the Zaporizhia nuclear plant after Ukraine and Russia traded accusations over the shelling of Europe's largest atomic plant at the weekend. Any attack to a nuclear plant is a suicidal thing, Guterres told a news conference in Japan, where he attended the Hiroshima Peace Memorial Ceremony on Saturday to commemorate the 77th anniversary of the world's first atomic bombing. Ukraine said renewed Russian shelling on Saturday had damaged three radiation sensors and hurt a worker at the Zaporizhia power plant, the second hit in consecutive days on the site. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky accused Russia of waging nuclear terror that warranted more international sanctions, this time on Moscow's nuclear sector. Russian forces captured the plant in southeastern Ukraine in early March, but it is still run by Ukrainian technicians. 
Elsewhere, a deal to unblock Ukraine's food exports and ease global shortages gathered pace as another four ships sailed out of Ukrainian Black Sea ports, while the first cargo vessel since Russia's 24th invasion docked. A ceasefire between Israel and Palestinian militants took effect late on Sunday in a bid to end nearly three days of violence that killed dozens of Palestinians and disrupted the lives of hundreds of thousands of Israelis. The flare-up was the worst fighting between Israel and Gaza militant groups since Israel and Hamas fought an 11-day war last year and adds to the destruction and misery that have plagued blockaded Gaza for years. The Egyptian-brokered ceasefire took effect at 11.30pm. Israeli strikes and militant rockets continued in the minutes leading up to the beginning of the truce, and Israel said it would respond strongly if the ceasefire was violated. Israeli aircraft have pummeled targets in Gaza since Friday, while the Iran-backed Palestinian Jihad militant group has fired hundreds of rockets at Israel in response. The risk of the cross-border fighting turning into a full-fledged war remained as long as no truce was reached. Israel says some of the dead were killed by misfired rockets. Gaza's ruling Hamas group remained on the sidelines, possibly because it fears Israeli reprisals and undoing economic understandings with Israel, including Israeli work permits for thousands of Gaza residents that bolster its control. Israel launched its operation with a strike on Friday on a leader of the Islamic Jihad and followed up on Saturday with another targeted strike on a second prominent leader. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.